0: Greetings, everyone! It is for the record podcast episode number ninety-five. It's Friday. I'm feeling very happy. I'm holed up in my apartment, uh, just working away and getting ready. Uh, Hydra Comic Con begins tomorrow, um, so it'll be uh, that'll be really fun. I I mean, we did Silicon Valley Comic Con um, in terms of coverage. Uh, we didn't we didn't have any podcast guests for that. Uh, we have a podcast guest for this one, and I'm really excited. Um, but I'm gonna announce it and post the episode on Monday, um, I'm gonna record it tomorrow So head over to shamelesspromo.net, subscribe to the podcast, everything, everything you'd usually do Everything I would usually say in one of these intros, um, but I'm very excited It's gonna be a lot of fun If you're out at Hydro Comic Con, please come and find me, uh, and come and say hello Um, I would love to uh hang out and chat if you're listen if you're a listener of the show uh whatever whatever the case may be um it'll be at the santa clara convention center um uh you can find out all the information i believe it is hydrocomiccon.com i will confirm that at the end of the episode um but yeah anyway this, this episode was sponsored um as always by our lovely uh sponsors over at audible.com over 180,000 audiobooks for all of your online audiobook needs to sign up for a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial visit audibletrialcom shameless promo once again audibletrialcom shameless promo this episode was with a really uh, really great up and coming band called Dear Cora we did this episode we did this episode a long time ago and it just it never went up for some reason uh, so Uh, thank you for uh, to the band for putting up uh, with the delay as I slowly get my shit together Um, but uh, I spoke with the vocalist Avery about the single that they'd released it was their debut single called Sunflower that's currently the only track that is out right now Um, they're currently at work on new music uh, since the last uh, post that they had up and hopefully that'll lead to like an EP or a record towards the end of the year um, But it's a great track We've tagged it on at the end of, at the end of the episode for you to check out um, And definitely expect more things uh, from this band in the future. Uh, you can check out their website which is uh, the in They're what this website called um, and we talk about it in the episode called um, invest per diem and um, it's, uh, we talk about it, like I said, in the episode, so you can kind of hear Avery give it the rundown and explain to you how it works, but, uh, visit com slash artist slash Dear Cora, and Cora is K-O-R-A. Um, you can also check them out on Facebook and on Twitter, as always. I believe the Twitter is at Dear Cora Band. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a really fun episode, uh, getting to chat with Avery. So, uh, here we go episode number 96 of for the record podcast with dear Cora we're almost at a hundred.
1: Stokes, my, band, my band members are at, have work
0: today so no no sweat for sure um does so everyone i i assume it like everyone kind of has that the like the day job kind of thing and then yeah. it's band practice all yeah. throughout the night <laughs> yeah
1: pretty much i i don't have it i'm in school so i don't really i
0: don't have a job oh for so sure was,
1: like play music don't get a job
0: and i'm like okay mom sure uh what are you what are you studying if i may ask um i'm
1: studying pr
0: public relations oh awesome that's that's something that i i i studied communications but i didn't i i took the general like they had pr classes and uh things like that i've done public relations for artists and things like that but that's um But that's cool. I knew people who went into PR. That's fun. um, It can be a fun industry. Are you looking at like any specific kind of PR, or just like, uh, like just a general look at it?
1: Um. Well, I don't really want to do anything but be in a band, right?
0: Gotcha. Okay. I'm in. We're in the same spot then. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: maybe like I don't know, do PR for my own band,
0: pretty much. Yeah. That's that's fair enough. Um, no, I feel, I feel that, um, so music is essentially, music is the goal, like music is, is, the, oh, yeah. is the end result 100%. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, when did you, where are you guys from originally? I always kind of like to start off asking where people kind of come from.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, so Sean and Kevin, my bassist and, sorry, my guitarist and my drummer are from like Mission Viejo, Orange County area. And then I just moved to America a year and a half ago from Indonesia.
0: Oh my goodness. But
1: yeah. So, Indonesia.
0: <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So what made you decide to uh, what made you decide to make the jump over here then?
1: Um then the music like opportunities here are a lot more um, Broader, and also my parents wanted me to come to an American university, so that was a main. That was how I got here, because obviously I don't have
0: the funds to go gotcha. anywhere I want. But yeah, oh for sure, and for sure. Okay, and so I take it it's like down in you're down in like Southern California then. Be I mean that when yeah. I th- when I think entertainment, I I always kind of think that area because that's where most of the most of the people will gravitate towards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait,
0: are you not not in California? Oh no, I am. I'm in um, I'm in uh, Northern California though, so I'm always. Oh okay. I, yeah, so I'm um, in Oakland, so I am right near Berkeley. I'm about like 20 minutes outside of San Francisco, maybe not even 20 minutes, uh, depending on what time of day you decide to drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, traffic awesome. traffic here really sucks. Uh, like I've heard right. from LA people um, that it's almost. Uh, either just as bad or worse depending on the day um and i don't believe yeah i don't believe well it's because um there's a lot of a lot of people think it's because there's a lot of uh different this is a place that's very big on startup companies, and I mean, there's there's and big tech companies like Google and Facebook, and so while it's cool that there that all those companies are here, that I don't think the roads accommodated for the fact that they everybody hired a lot of people, and now there's a lot of there's just a lot of traffic because everybody's kind of trying to get to the same place or getting to different places throughout the bay, so it's just super congested from like two p.m. onward.
2: <laughs>
1: Dang! Wow, that's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I wanted to, I I guess, uh, let's, let's, I wanted to talk about, uh, Sunflower, the track that you guys had put out a little while ago and, um, the, yeah, what was in the pitch that was sent to me, but, um, it's a beautiful song. And, uh, what I'd read, what I'd read in the release was that it said it was about running away from reality and pursuing what makes you happy as well as the fear that comes along with settling down in a new place. Um, I mean, given that you had said that you had just moved from Indonesia um, and come here about like a, a year, year and a half ago, um, how I guess what was the process like with doing that song, and, and, and was it was it a hard song to write, or was it something that just it kind of felt natural because you had you you knew the kind of story that you wanted to tell and what you wanted to express with the song. Um.
2: Ooh. Usually, um,
1: when I write songs like all i write all the songs in the same kind of like setup. like usually i write like in a journal entry like all of my feelings and how i feel about something and then like just to like get it out like out of my head and onto where some where i can see it to like figure out how i feel about something and then i go back like a couple of days later <clears throat> and like pick out what i like what I've written or what, what I know could fit into a song or, like, how I can make something more, like, poetic or something. Yeah. And then I'll just, like, form it. Sometimes it's hard. Um, this song was pretty... It wasn't hard, but, like, on the... In my, like, songwriting book, like, the page I wrote the song in, yeah. I have, like, logs of every time I went back in and wrote in the song. So there's, like, 15 times I, like, went back to, like had to it so like it wasn't a hard song to write it just like took a while because I I just did it very slowly um but the same like emotion was in it the entire time because like when I first got to America like I was kind of like oh like I don't know like, I got missed Indo so much it felt like I like left a piece of myself there because like in like I grew up there so like it's a huge part of my life and it's like like I, I never lived in America, so I'm I'm not Indonesian by blood, but, like, culturally, yeah. I would say I am. Yeah. So, it was, it was kind of a rough transition, but then, this, like, the this song is me, like, realizing there's so many opportunities here, and I just need to, like, let go of everything that was holding me back from what I need to be pursuing, so...
0: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, I mean, uh, what part of Indonesia did you live in, if I may ask?
1: Um, Borneo, which is the island of Bali.
0: Okay. Wow, that's yeah. that's crazy. I mean, I, I mean, just imagining. Well, the fact that you're living on, you're you're living in an island that's on that's half halfway around the world, and then you're coming to Los Angeles, which is a it's a major city metropolis whatever you want to call it i mean that's a big jump that's a totally different um that's a totally different kind of transition yeah for sure yeah um well i mean this the song was beautiful and i well i think what's really cool about this song is that not only does it have that the story that goes along with it and it's very it's a very personal and it has that it has that story about coming to a new place but all the fear that kind of comes along with it is that i think that the the genre really complements it like in uh, I mean you hear a thousand pop-punk songs about people who want to get out of their town and it's all kind of the same thing if you if you kind of explore that genre but with ambient rock it's, mm-hmm. it really it gives that kind of um, not necessarily darker side but just mm-hmm. more almost emotion like a different kind of emotional side to it um, what drew uh-huh. you, what drew you guys into ambient rock territory and into that kind of genre um,
1: I know the guys grew up in, like, hardcore bands, and then growing up, I listened to a lot of, like, Evanescence and U2 and, like, a lot of metal bands. Yeah. Um, but also, when I, I played, when I got to America, I played solo for a while, and, like, I kind of wrote a lot of, like, just, like, melodic, like, bad songs that were kind of, like, slower, too. And so
0: we just, like, kind of wanted to combine the two in a way. Gotcha. Yeah. So ended Yeah. Up yeah. <laughs> uh, n- well, no, that's awesome. Well, I was going to say Evanescence, I think that's a great uh, example of, like, em- emotional rock in that sense. I, I mean, like, I-, I don't know anyone who, at, uh, at least in a band that has that kind of heavy rock with a female vocalist that can kind of... Um, just express that kind of feeling and that emotion that way like i I remember reading articles in the paper when i was a teenager that would say like uh that would just kind of talk about how they were kind of the the face of uh emo rock and and that kind of that kind of scene which i always thought was really funny but uh that's cool that you guys that you were influenced by that and you kind of listened to that yeah, totally. I love Eminem. Yeah, <laughs> I still never got to see him, but I I hope that maybe they come back around one day and they come and do something. I, have... I
1: think she's doing her own like side project right now.
0: Interesting. All right, I'll have to check that out. Um, I I mean she's <laughs> a, she's a badass front woman. She's really really oh my good. God, I... <laughs> um, I guess in terms of other material, what do you guys have? Because I've heard Sunflower. Um, But I guess what other kind of material do you guys have cooking up, and what are you what are you looking to do musically as um, now that you've kind of got this one song out there? Like, what what can people expect?
1: Um, we have a lot. We have a bunch of songs. Um, but we're trying to we're currently in the process of deciding whether we want to release another single or like just release a whole EP. Yeah. Because like Sunflower, like it's. Obviously, it's our sound, but like our other songs, kind of sound a little different. Um, still in like the ambient rock genre, I would say, but um, like I kind of brought like sunflower to my band um, with like chord prog- like chord progressions that I had made and like a melody I'd made. That these other songs we have, like we cut, we wrote them all together, so they sound like more us, I would say. So we're trying to figure out if we should release an EP so everyone can experience, like, our act, like, a sound that's more us, uh, I guess, or another yeah. single, just, I don't know. Yeah, we're still trying to
0: figure that out. Gotcha, so you're kind of at that crossroads with, kind of, I guess, figuring out the next, uh, the next career step, essentially.
1: Exactly. Also, like, money is, like, yeah, like, recording is not a cheap thing, and we, it shouldn't be cheap, like, it should be. Like if you want a good project, you need to like put the money in and everything. So yeah, that's also
0: a thing. Yeah, who did who did you guys record Sunflower with? And like, I, I guess, how did that when you finally you had the song written or you had the layout of it, you knew what it was going to sound like. When you finally got into the studio, um, what was how long did that process take? What who did you work with? Who helped? I guess kind of bring it to life, and um, what was it like?
1: Yeah, um, we worked with Joshua Brooks, who's an amazing producer. With um, we we did it in the Music Box Studios, who, who's run by John O'Brien. Okay. They're super awesome guys. Um, we pretty much like made a really crappy demo, and then like brought it in, and then we kind of built off that. Literally, we did. We did all the instruments in the first. We did all the instruments in the first day and then we did the vocals in two takes which like literally took 15 minutes it was so amazing well I wanted I like to do vocals like in the most minimum amount of takes possible because I feel like the emotion can get lost if you do it over and over and over again yeah so like I try to shoot to do it as few takes as possible um and then we did like an hour the next day doing harmonies and like the, the little whimsical piano thing in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that's how it happened.
0: That's awesome. That's I mean I think that's really cool. I see I will see vocalists that'll do like a day's worth of takes for like maybe two songs, and I'm just sitting there like, how can you do this? I, I could I I would get not only is it like does I does it feel like it can take away from the emotion? But I get too, like, anxious just standing there like, okay, I want to move on. I want to get on to the next thing. Uh, <laughs> totally. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally agree. Fair enough. Um, well, uh, that's awesome. I mean, have you guys ever thought of, like, have you looked at, like, doing Kickstarters or um, GoFundMes or anything like that as a possibility in terms of funding an EP or any kind of any kind of route like that?
1: Yeah, um, actually, we are set up with a really cool company called Per Diem, hmm. and pretty much it's this company where you can invest in us, and instead of, like, donating or just, like, giving money to us, you're actually, like, literally investing in us. It's kind of like stocks for musicians. Like, say you invested a portion of money in us. Like, once we started making money, you would get your money back, So you would, like, make a profit off
0: of gotcha. it. Gotcha. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's called Per Diem.
1: Per Diem, com. Wow, that... Um Or investperdiem.com.
0: investperdiem.com. Um
1: Yeah, and then like the money goes straight to us, and it's, it's like a really great company um, that we're set up with, but yeah, so... We're not
0: on Kickstarter. We're on Patreon. That's cool. I'll I'll make sure to link to that when this goes up, and um, we put it up in the description so that people can check it out. Um, that's awesome. Sure. Um, well, I guess these are these are kind of the last two questions that I ask, and I, I give it. Oh, before I get to that, I meant to ask you about the. I meant to ask you about the artwork for the single. Um, it's got the picture that's of that. the eye. Um. What does that represent in terms of the song and in terms of maybe the idea behind it or if if it does tie in, um and if it doesn't necessarily, what was the inspiration behind the artwork?
1: Um Okay. So the so the song is called Sun um, So all of my songs, like the names of my songs, like you will never be like oh I heard sunflower in the song because it's not... It's, like, they all have backstories. Like, I called it sunflower because the page, I wrote it on. I, like, for two days, I aspired to be a painter. Okay. (laughs) So, I, like, painted this really bad sunflower, like, poorly drawn sunflower on the page. And I was, like, oh, this is so beautiful. (laughs) And then I, like, wrote the song on top of it. Um... And so, like, whenever we feel, whenever I try to find a song in my book, I'd always be like, oh, the sunflower page is the sunflower song. And then, it's like, sunflower just stuck. And then um, I was in Indo over um, Christmas break. And me and my sister, I was like, okay, oh, hey, we got to, like, figure out what we want to draw for the, for the artwork. And I was like, what if we did a sunflower in an eye and then, like, did leaves as the eyelashes? And she was like, oh, yeah. And then, so that's how that was. And then the the kind of paint, it looks like a watercolor behind it. Yeah. That's kind of like smoke. It's like the lyrics are like, can you can you see me in the smoke pouring out the windows? I'll run away, whatever. Um, yeah, it kind of symbolizes the smoke.
0: Nice. Well, yeah. it, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful piece of artwork, so I thought that I am always curious as to where that kind of comes in, but yeah, you can see the uh, the sunflower in like around the eye. But I, j- I was just not, um, I was curious to what the eye represented, and um, but that's that's a great story, that's awesome. Um, I'm yeah. glad we can add that to this. Um, but uh, I guess these are the last two questions, and I give this preface just because they're really broad, but they're a good way I feel for this show to close things out. Um, so the first okay. one. The first one is, what kind of message, if you have one, would you like fans to walk away with after listening to your music?
2: Oh, good question.
1: Um, that's a really good question. Thank you. I have an answer for it, too. Um, like, I answer that's in my head, but I've never, like... No, I have thought about it a lot. <laughs>
2: um,
1: <laughs> I want... Like, when I write music... Because I I started out songwriting. I didn't really start out wanting to be like a singer. Um, songwriting has always been like my outlet for my like like really like sad emotions. That's why a lot of my songs, th- like all of my songs are sad. <laughs> <laughs> so I want like a lot of people to bottle up their emotions and they don't give themselves the freedom to express them. And I, I really think that's very toxic to people, and I want to. I want to inspire people. I want to tell people like it's okay to feel, and it's okay to be sad. I mean, like I know like being too sad like too often like could be toxic as well. But any yeah. too much of anything can be toxic. Um, but like pouring pouring myself into my songs is giving me the and the chance to like get on the same level as other people who are feeling a similar way and so I guess it's just like I'm going through the same thing a lot of other people are going going through and like I want to inspire people to connect with their emotions and like really feel what they feel without like hiding or like bottling anything up.
0: Awesome. That was was a perfect answer. Um, And Lastly, uh, and again, I I say really broad, but what does music mean to you?
1: Oh, wow,
0: okay. (laughs) I told you. (laughs) Uh,
1: Music is a form of breathing to me.
0: Yeah. Nice. I've never heard that one before. That's a new one. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> no, that's not. Well, I asked that question because I always there's some that will maybe sound a little bit similar, but then but everybody at the end of the day has a different. Everybody's got a different kind of answer, so that's that's why I ask it. But that's that was a great way to close this out. Um, and lastly, uh, where can people find you guys online? Oh yes.
1: Okay. Instagram at Dear cora, cora with a K. Um, Facebook Dear Cora. Um. Twitter is Dear Cora Band. Some person has the Dear Cora thing, so there's a band at the end of that one. Um, and then Spotify, it's just, everything is Dear Cora. <laughs> we're, I think we're on every social media platform right now.
0: Perfect. All right, well, I'll make sure to link to that as well, um, as well as the Per Diem page. But Avery, it was such a pleasure to speak with you, and I'm looking forward to getting this out for everybody to see.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh, do you want the link to that? I think I said it wrong.
0: Um, sure, it's, yeah.
1: It's invest
0: per diem, not just per diem. Invest per diem. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I will make sure that I note that. And All right, cool. Got it. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to talk to you.
1: Anytime. Thank you
0: as well. Awesome. Have a good one. Take care.
2: Are going up in smoke, fading to the unknown. I was tired, but I'm still far gone.